Manila, a uh, 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 Hulu special? <laughs> a Hulu? Uh, the variety show on Hulu streaming now. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to have to like tune in because I did see it come across my screen um, as a suggestion. Oh, yes. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a commercial. It's, it's happening right uh, When you're now. watching Hulu, there's a commercial. Yeah, yeah. So um, make sure you watch. Yeah. Well, you better watch. You better watch. Stay tuned. M. Oh. M. Mom. Manila. Latrice Royale. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Giving everything you got. Trying to make it to the top. Never ever gonna stop. Even if you get the chop, chop, chop. Chop. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with a tree from Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Now, Manila, it's time for Beyond the Caption. You know, that segment where we get into the details about your social media because I don't be posting so much. <laughs> yeah, well, you uh, don't. I know, but I have some stuff because I did go do some stuff. They're just in the post. wings. You can't post about them yet. It's so, no, but I didn't, I didn't. I'll show you in a minute. I'll show you here live. Um, but here we go. So, look, I saw this, uh, the ad. Uh, it's been all over everywhere. Like, you cannot um, escape it. But Huluween Drag Stravaganza. Manila says, you're going to scream. I mean, stream. Stream the Huluween Drag Stravaganza on Hulu beginning October 1st. Now, do tell, because it has you, Ginger, Monet, Mohart, Juju B, Landon Sider. I'm trying to see who all the people I do. Lady Bunny. Jackie Beats. Jackie Beats. Selena Luna. And oh, Mario this? Diaz. That's who that is? Mm-hmm. He's, looks, he's dressed up like a zombie, so he oh, can't even recognize that's him. That's why they recognize who that was. Mm-hmm. So it's a star-studded cast yes. of cross-dressings um, for your nerves. Uh, how was that? How was it? Oh, my God. It was so much fun. It was like, you know, it's a little sketch comedy variety musical. You sing? I s- yeah, I had to record a little song. Girl, oh. yes, I have like a little group number. I did a girl group challenge Uh-oh. with, with Juju B and, and Mo Hart. Slay. Slay. Yes, honey. See, I definitely got to tune in because, um, yeah, it looks like it would be a lot of fun. It's cute. It's really it's really campy and silly and fun. And it's like such a good, like Halloween's such a great time for drag queens because it's so silly Kind of yeah. a little weird mm-hmm. and wacky. It's dress up, so it was it was a lot of fun. Okay. Monet and Ginger are amazing in it. They have such great chemistry. They're the hosts. They okay. get trapped in a TV, okay. and they have to like do this variety show to get out. So okay. it's cute. Okay. Watch it. Jackie Beat was a legend to work with. She she co wrote she co wrote it. So it's really? written for drag queen by drag, drag queen. queen. Yes, and Lady Bunny was there just being Lady Bunny. How was he? She was still alive. She was playing a mummy in one scene, and it's so nice to oh, see her. Oh, she's acting herself. Yeah, in her she, true. Well, element. actually, a, a character that's actually younger than she is. So it was a, it was a stretch for her. She's, 
flexing those acting chops, girl. I how they were going to spin that. Yes, honey. So tune in on Hulu. You got to check it out if you haven't already watched it. It's playing for all of Huluween's month of October. Work. Yes, girl. it is. Latrice, what about your week? Because you, I'm trying to look at your Instagram. Okay, so I haven't posted yet. Where my okay. phone at here? Okay, she'll post you. it right now? I should, but I've got to show you. Um, Just waiting. I don't know why I haven't. Po- I don't be posting. I could, cause I. I don't know. But guess who I went to go see? Who did you go see? The legend, <gasps> Diana Ross. I saw the legend, Diana Ross. Oh my god! She looked. You are close, baby. Girl. I was close. Honey. Was this in Vegas? Yes, she was performing at the Win in the Encore um, Theater at the Win. And um, she was doing two weeks there, and I caught her the second week of her run. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, on a Wednesday night, because I was off. And so I decided to treat myself some self-love. Oh, yes, And honey. take myself out to a concert. Amen. So I went to go see her. It's Diana Ross. She's a legend. It's Ross, the boss. When I tell you, this woman is still stunning, captivating, Knows how to hold a room. Everybody was up on their feet dancing. And she was having a little problems because she had got a little bit of the Vegas throat, which I found out is a real thing because when I had to sing the week a couple of weeks ago at um, uh, Life is Beautiful, yeah, I had it. I didn't know what it was, but it's this like dry, <sighs> like nothing comes up. But you feel like something's in your throat. But is it the dry air? It's just dry air. And the air conditioning. And the air conditioning. Mm. And so, you know, you'd hot tea in it and honey in it and whatever and trying to moisten and all that. It's just weird. And so sometimes your voice come in and come out. You got to just play with it. So she was struggling with so that? A little bit. But let me tell you what I was most impressed by. The sound engineer, whoever is mixing her sound, period was doing it so seamlessly. Like, he would, like, the slightest little, like, notion that she was having a problem, he would mix in her vocals with her album, bitch, and it was, like, crystal clear, like, oh, there she is. There it is. Ah, it like, was, ringing from the from Like, the like the heavens. Yes. It was, it was just clear up. And then the background singers are singing their Faces off. Yeah. The band is, like, I can't even tell you how incredible these musicians are. Like, this saxophone player was just, like, my, had my nipples. Right now. But the way they took care of this lady on the stage was nothing short of amazing and spectacular. Like, she, she was Diana Ross. Period. Ooh. Like it was amazing. And I was just so into how well this band and the background singers and the sound engineer and how they all just came together to make this. Nobody was none the wiser. I was listening for it because that's what I was there to do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, all part of the but experience. But it's all part of the experience. Because right? you want to hear was, her sing that note. You, you do. You want that note you, still there. You still right? want it there. And if she can't do it, I still want to hear it. But they did it. Oh, it was so good. It was so, 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 so good. Yes. So, like, and she also sings like really high. She's like a she little does, soprano, right? And she's so good. The little tiny, like adorable voice. She still got it. And she's in full drag. Full drag, baby. She did five costume changes. Five. Ooh, feathers. Feathers, mm. beads, 
stones for, you know, she went into her arsenal because my understanding is my friend had went the week before and she didn't wear none of the stuff that she wore. Oh, so she just... Baby. She's just going through her old clothes. Baby. She's still the same size. No. <laughs> she said she gained weight during the COVID. Uh, oh, yeah. We, as we all we did. All do, yes. But whatever they had, uh, her dresses are... She went shopping. Bob Mackey's. Oh. Down. Yeah. Like, you can see the vintageness and money. You can see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that sounds... Well, you better post that damn yeah, shit. Because that, that would shit. make it for a sickening yeah. <laughs> beyond the caption. <laughs> caption, caption, caption. So, yeah, y'all. I, yeah, I'm doing things. I just forget to post. I don't, know <laughs> I, I don't blame you. Like, <laughs> if you're going to see Diana Ross, like, you're going to watch her. You're not going to yeah, watch it on your phone. Exactly. Like, you know. So, I took a couple of videos and then I was like... In the and you're like, okay, I'm in, I'm in the zone. I was kind of in... squoze, though, because this theater was intimate. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, okay, so like, <laughs> so then my big ass decides I'm going to get a drink and some popcorn before I go in. So they give you the big box to hold your popcorn in and your big drink so like you're going to the, <laughs> the movies. Bitch. <laughs> and, um, no, um, I was so squoze and I'm sitting there holding this big ass box and couldn't move because everybody's sitting next to me. So I was just like, okay, now I'm stuck. So I just had to finish the popcorn real fast so that I can enjoy the rest of the <laughs> Without having to worry about your concessions. <laughs> so horrible. Such a fat kid. <laughs> I also hosted um, a screening of Bros. Oh, yeah. I did. I did that. Now, I did post that. Oh, see? see? Okay, now, all I happened to that. Po- I did post that. Mm-hmm. I did. I think. Okay. Well, I'm lying. Let me see. No, you did. Okay. Yep, I did. You did. See. Okay. How was the movie? Hilarious. Okay. But bitch, when I tell you that gut punch, boom, boom, uppercut, left, right, like come out the gate, just talk about all the shit that we do and go through, and it's yeah, reads, 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 reads left and right. Yeah, it's good. All right, cool. I yeah. love it. I love, I love the fact that we have like these, like a surgeons of like it's big budget yeah. movies like I don't know like Fire Island doing. and the bros that's yeah sickening well turn up to the box office let's support or, do um, it let's support these movies do it do it okay well, let's take a let's take a break because <laughs> we have an inbox All right, let's get into our inbox. Darling. Darling. All right, so the first one is from Lorraine. Lorraine. Hi, Latrice Manila. I just listened to the last two episodes with Christopher, and I must say, oh, I think we have a new Canadian correspondent on our hands. Christopher's relevance towards Deborah Cox and Brad Goretzky really impressed me and I cannot thank you enough for recognizing great Canadian talent (laughs) he do know a lot of information about a lot of people don't he he's like a walking IMDb Uh, with that said, Latrice, I saw you back in 2019 in Hamilton. Uh, you were my very first drag show. I still think about it all the time. You and Christopher were and still are amazing. Manila, when are you coming back to Toronto? 
I don't actually know. Lastly, since Latrice has had the pleasure of having Christopher on the pod, when will Michael grace us with his presence? Uh-huh. After seeing you both on AS4, I couldn't get enough of how you truly, beautifully both are. Literally, literally Christopher just asked this. Ha ha ha, LOL. Love you both, and thank you for everything you both do. Lorraine. Oh, thanks, Lorraine. Yeah. Cheers. You'll get my thought on the episode. Like, I sh- yeah. Yeah, actually, after we listened, we listened to you guys, Michael was like, so when am I going to do it? I'm like, well, I guess uh, Latrice gets a vacation. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Give me a night off, bitch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, cute. All right. Well, thanks thanks so much, Lorraine. Um, yeah. We have another one from Johnny. Hello, Latrice of Manila, my stunning choptans of drag. My name is Johnny. I'm an LGBTQ nightlife host from Boston. Manila, I wanted to share with you a memory of you and my friends from a couple of years back at Montreal Pride. We were celebrating my friends Mike and Jimmy's bachelorette party. Mike and I were leaving campus as you were and your crew were coming in. The doorman was unnecessarily brusque, uh, refusing to let you all in, saying no women. As you were calmly explaining the facts, Mike and I told the doorman, that's Manila Luzon. She's the famous drag, a famous drag queen. Let her in. Your friends and you wanted the same thing. Seeing hot, naked Quebec, uh, Quebec, what? Quebec? Quebecois? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that Men. is. Men. Mm-hmm. Men, yeah, uh-huh. Quebecos men? I don't know. Whatever. Oh um, we all get thirsty for for the dick, whether in heels or in flats. I hate that uh, there still is stigma against drag performers and female presenting people in our own community. Even though you were brutally uh, rebuffed and by the staff, you were so gracious in meeting us and taking a pic with us for Mike's daughter, nine-year-old, Mike's daughter, who's nine years old, Gemma, who's obsessed with our uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. She was beyond excited when you showed her your pick. FYI, Mike is next to you. I'm the one in the Nina fucking West shirt. I do love all my former Miss Congeniality winners. Stay safe during COVID and hope to see you both on the road. Oh. Oh. Okay, so there's a picture. Wait, is that... Wait, is that... Bre- Wait, who's that on the left? Oh, that's him in the He's Nina fucking in West the shirt. Nina fucking oh, okay, West that's Johnny, okay. And then that's Mike. All right, cute. Look how cute you are, though. You look like a woman. Oh, yeah. Look at you. I remember this night. Because I'm wearing a t-shirt. I, didn't, I, I was doing this photo shoot, and it was in drag. And then after, I was like, oh, let's go to... Pride, because Deborah Cox was there. Ah, look at there. All right. Uh, yes, yeah. for Hammer. Okay, so um, I just wore a, t- a t-shirt. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be comfortable. Just with your little shoulder out and stuff. Give a little, you know, I didn't want, I had, that ball. mug was sitting. And oh, the hair was, and the hair hadn't, like, it was on my human unit. And oh. Had, and she hadn't fully, like, on straight. The curls were still kind of in there. So I was like, let me wear it until she's like. She's a little year wavy. Yeah. <laughs> I was so drunk. Because I can come from a photo shoot. Oh, mm-hmm. you get drunk at photo shoots? I get drunk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and 
my girl. Okay. <laughs> that was a fun time in Canada for sure. Oh, good. Well, let's take a quick break and come back into our inbox. We're back, and this is an email from Bridget. 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 Not Bridget. Not Bridget. It's Bridget. Okay, I can't say. Dear Latrice and Vanilla, first of all, thank you for your. Oh shit! I just lost my place. Oops. Thank you for your weekly entertainment on the chop. I'm enjoying every episode, and especially Latrice laughing when Vanilla says something quick and witty. My name is Bridget. I am from the Netherlands, but recently moved to a small surfer town in New Zealand. Oh, that's like on the opposite uh-huh. side of the world. I wouldn't, I couldn't help but notice a little shade being thrown last week about Danny Beard saying she's the first bearded queen in front of RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Latrice saying, oh no, this is a thing. I mean, is it? I've noticed queens saying this a lot on recent series and it's starting to annoy me. For example, Canada's drag race Gisela Lalai was saying how she's the first French Canadian yeah. to win Snatch Game. And it's already great, a great deal winning Snatch Game, right? Um, what's next? Someone saying I'm the first brunette with things. <laughs> Hopping on red leg and winking in the workroom with RuPaul in the room. I know, totally not worth being annoyed by, by, but I was wondering what you girls think of this. I feel representation is very important on the show, but let's not overdo it, right? Last but not least, a shout out to your husband, Christopher Latrice. What a delight having him on the show. He sounds like such a catch and you two have wonderful chemistry. Really enjoyed your time on the chop. Hopefully Manila's husband can be a guest too. Jesus Christ, I guess this thing. you get a week it's off, a, girl. A, yeah, All right, a, thanks again for bringing light and entertainment to my Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I am so here with you, Bridget. Like, 100%? Yes. Like, what is next, bitch? Oh, I was the first one with the... Uh, uh, gold tooth with a earring in my right ear. I don't but, care, bitch. Like uh, you know what? Girl. At this point, there every single person that has ever done drag has been on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> so you gotta be like the first to do something. You don't. Well, well you don't want to be the second. What? You don't want to be the second or the third or the fourth person. But what are we meriting here? Like these are like. Well, we're running out of things. There's like <laughs> fifty five hundred seasons of this damn show. What? So we're grasping. Grasping at straws. We are grasping. Yeah. Literally. And why not? Because you can't be like, I was on the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm grasping at pink straws. I'm the first queen. <laughs> to grasp at pink straws. Because they've all been like, they've all been white with a, with a stripe on it. Now they're pink. But uh, but I'm the first one to grasp pink bendy straw. Oh. See, oh. I grasped that first. Oh, yeah. Sears was the straight straw. But I was the first one to grab a pink bendy straw. But did you put it in a house of love can? Mm, see? No. no see, see, that's no. for the next season, Queen, with the beard. Because we had Absolute. <laughs> we had Absolute. <laughs> yeah, we were the last queen. Ooh. I was the last queen <laughs> to jump off a box. Because I broke my knees and I got disqualified. And RuPaul said, I'm not asking anyone back anymore. Like, if you hurt yourself, she, that's on you. That's on you. We got no insurance. Yes. Because we are missing, on the latest season of UK, we were missing, um, what's her face? She didn't come back. She didn't come back. It's gone. 
Violet Victoria Scone. Victoria Scone. Right. She was the first <laughs> trans bio queen. Bio. Oh yeah, about trans. Yeah, she's a lesbian, right? She yes, she's the first cis woman to cis do woman drag to show drag. on the show. Yes. Lesbian. Okay. Well, Bridget, I'm sorry, girl, but <laughs> we all want to feel unique, <sighs> so we are all going to say we were the first, even Maybe. if even if noise the shit out of you, girl. Even if it's not even. Yeah, worthy. Like earth shattering or mind blowing. <sighs> but I'm I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of tongue pops back at your baby. <laughs> Wowzers in your trousers. Yeah, those are the girls. Okay. So, um, that's our four emails. If you guys want to email us <laughs> to convince me and Michael to do the podcast, so Latrice can have a week off. Yeah. Uh, email us at Latrice <laughs> and the attachments. <laughs> Don't forget the attachments. Don't forget the attachments. <laughs> and we might read it on the air coming up. We are back. And it is now officially the month of October, which means it's spooky season, but also LGBTQ history month. I didn't oh, know. yeah. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't either. I guess I learned uh, something So new. this week we are going to do uh, away with our chops um, and give our top LGBT historical moments in our lifetime. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Historical oh, moments. There's a moment. lot. I know one. Well, what is I, yours? My biggest one was marriage equality. Oh, yes. That was the biggest. Because I was like literally in that fight. I was touring at that time doing uh, Toast to Marriage um, campaigns and getting people to vote and all that kind of stuff. So I was working um, hard um, on that. So that was something really historical, monumental. Yeah. Because, that is that's huge. Yeah. You know, I I think that it's good because like when I came out, like part of me like when I was dealing with coming out of the closet, I was like trying to realize like oh like marriage and like that whole family unit stuff is just like not a thing that right. I can set in my like future. Right. So I kind of gave up on that. Same. So marriage equality, yeah, it's like I'm not getting married until it's legal in all fifty states. <laughs> and, then it and now we have it. <laughs> All right. And now we may Sadie Sadie married ladies. Okay. Well, I want to say, ooh, we've had so many amazing advances. Um, I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of loving the, the trans movement that's happening oh, yeah. right Absolutely. now. Right? Like, it's like, we're seeing it from history. And it was so funny because like, right after season three of RuPaul's Drag Race, Raja was like, you know, we have RuPaul and she's like the big drag queen. And, you know, like, now that we've had like three seasons of Drag Race, like, I don't see this like ever really ending. And this is going to get more and more drag queens. He said, Raja said the next big thing that's going to make a splash is going to be a trans person. Mm -hmm. And we had Carmen Carrera... Um, we have Laverne Cox and now there's just like so so much trans visibility and I I like that they're being written into scripts for movies and TV shows and we're going to be telling our story. We're on Drag Race officially now. First, first drag queen, trans, first trans girl 
in the workroom. She opened the doors for us all. She had gone. The door she's opened. The door, the workroom doors she has opened. Um, Speaking of, who's that that I had lunch with the other day? Oh my God. Speaking of trans. Miss Dominique Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, that is family. We we met with Carson. Oh, where was this? Um, in Vegas, we um, they were there for this huge real estate convention. And oh so, my gosh, um, I love her. Actually, it's so funny because we're, we're in New York City right now, and that's where I first met her at the, yeah. at the club uh-huh. when she was uh, performing. Back in the day, she was the star yeah. of the show, and, her and now Sahara she's used to run together. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So I think that's my my big my yeah. big top. trans trans um, visibility is definitely a thing we have. Um, the girls coming through in big motion pictures. They are activists. They are out there on the front lines uh, fighting for equality and still um, in the trenches. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's happening. It's happening it's right happening. now. Okay, that's so cute. There's a lot of, there's like a lot there's of a like lot LGBT more. history. Yeah. So if you guys have any LGBT history moments that you want to share with us, email us, Manila at gmail.com, because I think that it's important that we take this month to share our history. And highlight. And highlight. Yeah. Yes. We do love a little highlight. Yes. Okay. Jeffree Star highlight <laughs> pheromone, <laughs> honey. <laughs> So thanks so much for listening to The Chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and every Thursday. And make sure you subscribe. That way you can like rate and review us on your podcast app. And you can send us emails and we might read it on the show next week. Latrice and Manila at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. We'll see you next week to find out who gets The Chop. M. Oh. Mom! To listen to The Chop one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.